0: Hi, my name's Jackie Swope, and this is She Can't, So I Will. This is my very first recording for this podcast. It's my son's birthday. He's 20, and he's been encouraging me to create a podcast for a while now, and I thought, what better birthday present for him? She Can't, So I Will uh, means a lot to me. It has inspired me throughout my whole life. This episode is going to be all about why is it, why did I name the podcast, She Can't So I Will. It's my mom. Her name's Wanda. She is one of seven siblings. At a very young age, I believe 13, her mother passed away. She hemorrhaged and fell, collapsed on their kitchen floor and my mother was left to raise uh, the remainder of the siblings at the time. She was responsible for all duties that a mother would have, cleaning, cooking, laundry, you name it, she did it. She didn't finish school. Fast forwarding a little bit, she married at a young age, my dad. She had my sister and my brother. My parents divorced. My mom got pregnant with me, they were on again off again um, due to being divorced and my father was an alcoholic, not sure that he paid uh, child support like he should. She worked three jobs, she was uh, mostly waitressing and bartending. Um, I've heard many many stories from people that she was absolutely spectacular at it. They used to run a challenge um, to see how many orders that she could remember and she didn't write them down. So they would see how many uh, drink orders that she could take and remember and who they belonged to. And apparently she always won. The woman didn't know a stranger. She was just, her personality was infectious. Her energy was infectious. Um, I was absolutely intrigued by her. I remember just as a child, just observing her all the time. I have a story, actually, about observing her. I'm going to try to remember to get back to you before this is over. Um, My mother remarried my stepfather when I was seven. Unfortunately, they were um, only married seven years when my mother found out through uh, multiple doctor visits uh, because of having severe headaches that she had AVM arterial venous malformation it's a malformation basically in one of the arteries in the brain if hemorrhaged uh, she would have a stroke Um, it could kill her so they made the decision as to have a very very risky brain surgery or she might possibly have 10 years normal with us but it we didn't know for sure there was no guarantee Her stepfather and, or my stepfather, and her decided to go ahead and have the surgery. 26 hours into the surgery, she hemorrhaged on the operating table. Uh, They had to close her up and didn't finish the surgery. She was put into a medically induced coma for a couple of weeks and then a week on her own. She came out of the coma with her memory but she didn't know how to talk and she was probably never gonna walk again. She was in the hospital for a year. So she went to the hospital when I was 12. She came home when I was 13. When she came home, she was the body of my mother but not the personality, not the opinionated, not the energy. All of those things were gone. I like to think that they were in there somewhere, that somewhere that mom that I knew before the surgery was in there somewhere and was still looking over, observing, seeing things that we were doing. But she was the person everybody went to for advice. She knew exactly what to say and how to say it. She knew how to guide you through any problems you were having. she just, she was greatly missed. Her opinions were greatly missed. Um, Fast forward a little bit. She spent 30 years at home between her and I and my, or between my stepfather and I and my siblings. We took care of her so she could stay at home talking got much much better but it, she was still a little hard to understand but we definitely could, could communicate without a problem she had another stroke we think because of the fact that her left was it her left left or right side one of them the arm and leg stopped working so we could no longer easily transport her from her chair to her bed or chair to toilet chair to car Um, whatever it was we needed to do we could no longer do it because she wasn't able to stand on her own so we had to make the hard decision to put her in a nursing home when she entered the nursing home that transition was very scary for everyone first of all my stepdad had taken care of her for 30 some years and he was no longer going to be able to do that and I think that took a really big big toll on him I was scared that because she was losing her freedom that she wouldn't wouldn't fight anymore i was worried that she would give up and lose her spark she had her freedom at home she was doing things um but it didn't she she thrived she got involved in stuff she did everything she could do she started off at the nursing home not even wanting to leave her room to eat dinner with the rest of the residents um that didn't take long for her to warm up and and she was doing that playing bingo and euchre and crafts and all kinds of things. Recently, you have to understand that mom went through multiple, multiple, multiple surgeries. I I can't even begin to tell you how many hospitalizations and surgeries that she had. Recently, what drove me even more so to do this podcast is my mom ended up in the hospital this week. She was septic. The level that Of infection that was in this woman's body should have killed her. She had pneumonia. She had a UTI, and she was severely sick. The crazy thing is, it just blows my mind is the fact that you wouldn't even, you couldn't even tell by looking at her. She still insisted on talking, and let me tell you that over the years it's been a little harder and harder to understand her. She still insisted on making sure that we if it took us 10 minutes to guess something that she was saying she would spend that 10 minutes and by god you were going to spend that 10 minutes with her even if it ended in everybody laughing so my mom's laying laying in bed and she's laughing she's making everyone laugh in the room and she's like like not a sick person laying in bed and i'm just I never ever cease to amaze me the strength that this woman has after everything that she has endured. She's 70 years old, is sick in the hospital, and you don't even know it. You wouldn't even know it. The kids and and my nieces and nephews would say like, should I go see her? And I'm like, well, technically she's sick and it's really bad, but you're not going to know it when you come in because it seems like it's just our, it's just your normal grandma or it's just your normal mom. You like." I don't I don't it's just it's just mind blown the amount of things that people can go through in life and still come out like she has so this woman's strength has guided me in my entire life and I have decided that whatever it is that I think that she was meant to be I'm gonna try to do it she can't so I will she can't so I have to I feel like my job is, a, is to motivate people. That's my career path. I feel like we all have to find motivation somehow. So when you find your motivation, and hopefully it's something that carries you through, you know, hang on to it. I, I feel like we all have something or someone in our life that, that has gone through really tough stuff. And you think, you've got to think to yourself when you think your world's falling apart, like, well, I, I'd never had it that tough. And they're still going. Like, why can't I? I? It doesn't make any sense for us to be negative about little things like, oh my gosh, I lost my job. Um, my car broke down. Uh, you know, whatever. My furnace went out in my house. And we all get devastated. And when you think about, in the scheme of, adversity that some people have gone through, it's so minor. It's completely minor. And then when you also think about how much talent that everybody has and everybody's talent is completely different and how many of us are actually tapping into it, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to tap into every possible avenue of talent that I have that maybe might benefit somebody else out there because she can't. And I really feel like she would have made a difference in this world. She already is, even in the state that she's in, even in the life that she has led, which to some people would be like, well, that's not really life. You know, she's wheelchair-bound, been wheelchair-bound for over 30-some years. But she is leading and guiding, and she's using what she has to inspire so many. I hope that I can inspire somebody by using her strength, and then that carries on her legacy. That's the goal of this podcast. I would like to walk you through some hardship that I have gone through in life and how I've gotten through it. I would like to introduce you to some very, very strong people that have gone through some very, very hard times and have come out on the other side and how they got there That's what this podcast is going to be about. Stay tuned. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be fun. There's going to be tears. And we're going to learn something. It's as simple as that. Let's learn through each other. Every one of us has somebody out there that you could say, you know what, he can't, so I'm going to. Or she can't, so I will. Thanks for listening.